Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. Minwin. I'm me. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. And today we're not watching an episode of Star Trek. We're watching a movie. Yes, yes. So we're in the middle of season two of Next Generation, but today it's a little treat because... For those of you who haven't listened to the first few episodes of this podcast, the whole point is to watch every iteration of Star Trek by chronological order of air date and or release date. And this happens to be right in the middle of season two of Next Generation. We're watching Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Yes. Going back to the original cast. We haven't seen the gang in a while. It's been, yeah. yeah. The last time we saw them, what were they doing, Aaron? Um, saving the whales. Saving the whales. Oh, I can't believe you got it right. That's amazing. I knew she'd know. It's because we talked last week. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Erin. That's great. You're welcome, guys. Seems like a while since we've been with our friends, but we're back again. So uh, I got. uh, We're watching it on Amazon Prime today. Yeah. And I got an hour, 46 minutes, and 27 seconds on the clock. And I'm punching the triangle. No, don't, don't, don't punch the triangle yet. Oh. Don't punch the triangle. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We have, to, we have to set this up. We need a All little, right. need, little bit of context. Some context. Yeah. Little context. We're, All right. we're doing this in two parts, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is the first part. We're watching the first half of the movie, and then next week we'll watch the second half of the movie. Uh, so totally here's do. a little context for yes you. context corner especially i think we'll find this interesting or maybe not i don't know um okay it's 1987 and leonard nimoy has just directed what aaron the one with the whales. The one with the whales. That's right. He directed the one before that too. Uh, he directed Star Trek three and Star Trek four, and Star Trek four was a big hit. So obviously they were like, "Well, we're going to make another one." And Leonard Nimoy says to William Shatner that be, they have uh, what's called a favored nations clause in their contracts, going all the way back to the old show, back to the sixties. They had these this thing in their in each of their contracts called a favored nations clause, which basically said anything that one of them got, the other one got. So wow. if, if Shatner got a raise, Nimoy got a raise. If Nimoy had a, got a larger trailer, Shatner got a larger trailer. Uh-huh. And they had had this clause in their contract all the way through up to and including the movie era. So Nimoy says to Shatner, you know, Bill. Because of this favored nations clause, and because I've directed now two movies, you could go to Paramount and basically insist wow. that they let you direct a Star Trek movie because you have this in thing in your contract. And so that is exactly what he did. He went to Paramount. He said, I want to direct Star Trek V. Um, I imagine there was probably a frantic meeting with, with Paramount's lawyers where they had to look at the contract. They're like, exactly shit, here. that's what they really do this? Means. thought it was some UN shit. <laughs> and had uh, had he directed anything uh, before this? He had never directed yeah. a feature. Wow. Wow. This is his one and only. Had he directed uh, like TV at this point in I time? I think he had directed. A commercial? I think he. Mutual Roma. They were probably like, this guy can't direct a lunch buffet. How are we going to put him in charge of a movie? <laughs> directed. He's taken it over. He is yeah, the lunch I'm buffet. Gonna... 
He can dictator it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they 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 looked it up and they were like, "Yep, that's sure enough. That's what it says." So they told him, "All right, Bill, Star Trek Five is yours. Go off and come up with a story and come back when you've got one." And he did. Balls back in your court, dude. Yeah. They were like, he'll never do it. So he, this movie is like a real labor of love, I think, for William Shatner, because he came up with the storyline and hired a writer, found a screenwriter, hired some guy to, to write the screenplay. And it was all sort of his, it was sort of his baby from, from the very beginning, from the concept on. Hmm. That um, makes sense. Yeah. We, we will talk as we get in underway about some of the things that went wrong along the way. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, hey, I guess the first time, you know. <laughs> yeah, Shatner gets the story credit on the movie. First time and last, actually, because he never yeah. directed another movie. He's directed a couple of documentary movies about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's never directed another uh, feature film after this one. It was kind of a fiasco for reasons that we'll get into. Sweet. <laughs> So good movie, bad movie, yeah, movie. Let's start it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Do you want to start it? Are we ready to start? We'll find out. Yeah. That, I just right. want to give a little bit of a background. Because oh, I, 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 I context, that, context corner, always my my favorite part of the show. <laughs> so let's go ahead and punch the triangle, Sean. I got one hour, 46 minutes, 27 seconds on the clock, and I'm punching <laughs> the triangle in three, two, one, punch. Yeah. Based on all that context... <laughs> I now uh, know that this movie turned out to be exactly how it should have been. <laughs> that, yeah. It explains everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's very much directed by Shatner. Like oh, man. he's Looking he's very to. much. Um, so this one is now. I'm trying to think. Guys. Yeah. Do do any of the other movies, Matt, have a cold open, or do they all go straight to credits? I think they all start with the credits. Right? Oh, this is the first one. I think that's right, at least at this oh, point. Oh, look how so, cinematic it, it is. A... You guys are right that it is very much a Shatner. It's a very Kirk-centered movie, yes. even more than usual. Um, <laughs> Nimoy and, and DeForest Kelly have good parts. The rest of the cast really got the short end of, oh, of yeah, the stick in terms of screen time. Uh, Scotty gets a couple of silly things to do. Uhura does a naked dance in the desert. <laughs> what? About. What? Uh, yep. Uh, Sulu and Chekhov pretty much get nothing in nothing. this movie. But according to George Takei, he was actually he thought that Shatner did a really good job with the movie. That he they had a lot of uh, you know time constraints that were put on them by Paramount, Mm -hmm. and that he did a really good job of making everybody sort of happy. And you know he did a good job of keeping the set really friendly and nice and upbeat and energetic. I mean, it's his first one. I mean. Dude, he and he ended up with a movie. That's that's just a goal there. That's victory. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. one more movie than I've ever directed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have to imagine this is Shatner, who has probably a Kirk ego, and and um... well, he definitely has that. Mm. I mean, yes. the fact guys that he asking... just explode and like you know they're just like shut it down. No more. I mean, they came out on the other side. That's, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He definitely was this supposed made to be the last movie, Matt? Uh, 
Was this supposed to, what? No. Was this supposed Why? to be the last movie? No. Why? No, they always say they, they, well, just because it's called The Final Frontier. I was wondering oh, if I that think was. That's <gasps> because. Is that Sean Connery? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. I want it to be like some weird Mad Max uh, so spin-off. To answer your questions from earlier, the rap on Shatner was always that he was kind of a huge egomaniac, back, even going back to the old show, sure, which sure. is why none of them got along with him, except for Nimoy was really his, he was friends with Spot, with Leonard Nimoy, but not really friends with anybody else on the show because he was an egomaniac and he, the rumor always, who knows if it's true or not, was that he would count his lines to make sure that he had more lines <laughs> than, you know, Leonard Nimoy and his didn't want to be upstaged by because Spock was kind of the breakout character and I think sure. Shatner, Shatner was a little bit Worried jealous that, that Kirk was not the, you know everybody loved Spock so so anyway the rap on him for you know for 50 years now has been that he's a raging egomaniac and that's why George Takei famously hated him and that's why he didn't want to do this movie because he was like, oh, God, he's already a, an asshole. Imagine an asshole with the power of director, you know. <laughs> yeah. So but apparently, according to everybody, Sean's right. According to everybody, it was a they had a good time making this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody got along. So that's nice, um, I guess. Yeah. Kai has, has famously said that he was supposed to have gotten a captainship uh, in the second movie. But that Kirk, that Shatner made it so that he couldn't do that, and he doesn't get it until it's the sixth movie. Mm-hmm. That was one of Takai's big complaints always. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. funny that you asked if this was Sean Connery because that's who they wanted to play this part. They and that's a good poor man, Sean Connery. <laughs> so they got this guy, yeah, whose name is Lawrence Luckinbill. Yeah, he's been in a million things. He's mostly famous, I think. Because he's married to Lucy Arnez, Lucy and Desi's like daughter. Daughter. <laughs> wow, that's so crazy. he's got this weird connection to like TV royalty, you know. He's yeah. married Lucy's daughter. Well, and to Star Trek too. <laughs> yeah, and to Star Trek too. Mm. So that's there the you go. Deal, your... that he's a that he's a Vulcan. Oh, what's oh, a Vulcan yeah. doing on this weird planet? Dun, dun, dun. So right. we're watching Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Uh, the release it? date is 80. June 5th. It's June 9th. 9th. I've had June 9th. June 9th. 9th. <laughs> uh, Captain Kirk and his crew must deal with Mr. Spock's long lost half brother who hijacks the Enterprise for an obsessive search for God at the center of the galaxy. Aaron, what do you think the IMDb rating of this film is? Did you watch it, Aaron? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Six. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Six. May, you watched six. it? Six? You're going to yeah. go six as well? Ooh. Ooh. If I get this right, it may be because I'm remembering it from from seeing it, but 5.5? 5.5 is correct. Okay. What? <laughs> okay, I'm, that wasn't real. I think I just remembered seeing it. Mm. Yeah. Wow, not very high at all. Uh, I think it's the lowest rated movie on IMDb. 
Oh, it's got to be. Is that Yosemite? Sure. That's Yosemite. It is Yosemite. Yeah. This had some fun bits. Oh, I see Alex Donald. Uh, the right thing there. about this is it's Shatner did what Shatner liked about the original show. Hmm. So it's a lot of like running and jumping and a lot of jokes. <laughs> which I think is what Shatner liked thing. about the original series. Oh, what mm-hmm. are these Renaissance pants he's wearing? Mm-hmm. Those are that's how you know it's the future because his climbing <laughs> pants, his climbing pants uh, are futuristic. Yeah, this is our this is our with. first suspension of disbelief as an audience. <laughs> I think that somebody that William looks Shatner. like William Shatner could be a rock climber. Yeah, the bloat factor is pretty high in this movie. Ooh. I think the highest it's been so oh, far. Oh man, which he's makes sense. Some- Back climbing. Look at that. Yeah. This the you know how in the Mission Impossible movies they always make it a point <laughs> yeah. to like show you right. Tom Cruise's face yes. so that you know it's they really don't him. Show yeah, yeah, yeah. You do not see William Shatner's face in these moments where he's meant to be free climbing El Capitan. Speaking of that, I watched Ghost well, Protocol the other day. Yeah, yeah that's oh, my god. Movie. That is fucking nuts that he's climbing on the outside of the Burj Dubai building. Yeah. I mean, well, he's got he, he, uh, huge amounts of safety. Uh, of, uh, I understand, but it's the, still fucking it's, nuts. I really, I, I like that movie. That was a fun. That's the best one. Great. Was there, great. There's not a bad Mission Impossible movie. Uh, oh, it's what? Not. I haven't oh, seen the new one. There, come on. There's two? bad ones. The one like with two Mission Impossible movies are the shit, man. They're the milk I like, toast. I love the first one, and I hadn't seen any but until I watched Ghost Protocol, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's, one, that's one of my favorite. Uh, but I saw I think, two, I think and Ghost I didn't Protocol particularly like for two. Yeah, Ghost two Protocol, wasn't great, think... but like they're still like fun to watch. I mean, there's you're not sure. like mad you watched it. Yeah. Mm. There's always fun sequences, and now it's like, what can we do to make Tom Cruise die quicker? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like nothing. That's the plan. Absolutely of... nothing. You can't kill that man. You just make him stronger. Although he is shirtless quite a bit in Ghost Protocol, so I'm guessing men wouldn't like it very much. That's probably the movie that I was like, oh, oh revolted. Only that nice. He's probably, that's probably the floor he's climbing on, not not a wall. And they just <laughs> rotate. There it is, directed by. Yeah. Well, there's our good, good friend, shot. Dr. McCoy. He looks like a Romulan. Those are, those are future binoculars. <laughs> yes. I want to know the, more about this conversation where Nimoy's like, you know, like I want to know how much alcohol was involved in the conversation. <laughs> if he was like drunk whispering it in his ear, like how did this conversation go down? Like, and how much re- did he regret? <laughs> I don't think there were any regrets, too. But I think that's a good question there, Aaron. I mean, they were friends in real life, so they, yeah, I'm, I'm, he I'm sure he was just saying it to be like, wouldn't it be fun to, for you to direct a movie? You should direct a movie. You can, and that, you can. What is that weird smut on Kirk's face? Is that his five o'clock shadow? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think he's supposed yeah. to be. Because uh, they're out in the camping, you know, camping. so they're rugging it. I love that Nimoy's just floating there. Yeah, he's got yeah. his floaty boots. He's got his floaty oh, boots on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love their outdoor wear. It's great. That's yeah, the some, outdoor camp gear is pretty funny. The lime green shoulder uh, elbow pads on, on yeah. Spock's tunic there. It's good for visibility. Uh-oh. Oh, is he going to fall? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That rock looks super fake. That's pretty hilarious. So the way that they filmed this is that Shatner is lying on the ground and the camera has been tilted oh, was 90 it? degrees. Yes. I was right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like Leroy is wired. being suspended He's taking from a nap the on the ground. So the, the wires are actually oh! coming off of Leroy to the right. Really? Yeah. What? That seems like such trouble. Oh, <laughs> uh, by by Kirk. No. Now there's some shabby. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, so the special effects are pretty rough in this movie. This might be yeah. my we'll, favorite. We'll talk about we'll talk about that uh, when we get closer to the ending. And it's interesting because I'm lagging too on my side, yeah. so it's kind of hilarious. It's like, <laughs> it's like stop motion. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's making it better. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I'm getting about every 40th frame or something. Yep. <laughs> Great. It's fine. It's fine. fine on mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all getting like, you know. Yeah. This is the Star Wars Cantina, They're, uh, the Star Trek version yeah. of it. Uh, yeah, like the nice. This is the, the origin of cat uh, Star <laughs> oh, Trek God, woman. No, because no. she's already. we already saw her back in we the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, no, this is the origin of the cat's movie. It might be so. supposed to be the same species, but this I think one's it probably not three is. Boobs. Yeah, I don't this, know. This I, I haven't seen a three-boobed three cat before. Uh, uh, well, cats. Now we know where Paul Verhoeven got the idea for Total Recall. What? Wait, that, what? Really? This came before? Oh. Yeah, this would have been before Total Recall. I don't know. I think. I think. Three boobs kind of originated collectively in like all horny nerds during this. <laughs> I never. It was crowds about three boobs. Okay. Who's this actress? I never looked her up. Um, no one of real consequence. <laughs> oh. Oh, nice. Fuck. Wow. Yeah. Bird. Ooh. Is that? No one she also now did. <laughs> Cynthia Gao. That's her name. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds. <laughs> she became, She's most known for this movie. Yeah, she became a journal. She became like a TV journalist. Like she's she's yeah. on like the local news in some city now. I forget where. I looked I looked her up the other day. Yeah, and that's totally fine. Everyone lives she didn't the life. Do a whole lot. She's got a strong she's job. Got, she's got like eight titles. Yeah, Un- unlike you know. Yeah, she should have uh, joined us on Warped. And she'll be memorialized for eternity. Yeah, the most famous of the guest stars is David Warner, who plays the human here. The British dude. Yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I've seen him in things. He is (laughs) the bad guy in Tron. Mm -hmm. And the bad guy in Time Bandits. Oh, Time Bandits. That's right. And we'll see him again in Star Trek VI, playing a completely different character. Yep. Mm -hmm. I can't get over the uh, Klingon zipper head. I know. It's like a football. Yeah, it's a little... It's distracting. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what is going on right now, Matt? Can you give us some more context? I can give you a little plot setup if you yes. want. So there's Please. this planet out in the middle of nowhere that's called the Nimbus 3. And the idea of it was when it was first colonized was that 
the Federation and the Klingons and the Romulans, all three, would sort of share the responsibility for this planet. It was meant to be like a peace sort of planet. symbol, a symbol of the peace between a neutral three. zone. Yeah, sort of like the neutral zone. So that's who those three people are. They are the three ambassadors. One's from the Federation, one's Klingon, and the woman is Romulan. Mm -hmm. And so, but the, it didn't really work out. Like, it didn't become the, the beacon of peace in the universe yeah. that they were hoping it would be. So it's not, kind of turned into a shithole, as you can see. Mm -hmm. And now this guy, this Vulcan dude, has kind of, like, rounded up the, the, the natives who are trying to eke out a living on this planet, and they've taken these guys hostage for reasons that we do not yet, uh, have not yet been told. Okay. Thank you. That really is helpful. Yeah. Dude, that woman's uh, makeup is on fleek. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you... I like it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just uh, she is giving her. quite an eye there. She accentuates <laughs> her, her pointed eyebrows very well with the, the mascara. Mm -hmm. I feel like she could have been in that uh, um, that eighties uh, samurai movie uh, with the um, what was it called? Fuck! It was with the black actors. Um, Shogun, Shonuff. Do you guys remember? Shonuff. Yeah. The Last Dragon. The Last, Last Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, I feel like she could have been in the Last Dragon. So anyway, <laughs> what's been happening on the Enterprise, Aaron? Yes. is that at the end of the last movie after they saved the whales they were given a brand new ship a brand because they had blown up the enterprise earlier so they got a brand new enterprise and at the end of that movie kirk says let's see what she can do and and they zoom off this is now showing you what happened which is that the new enterprise is a, a lemon. It's a, it's a junker. Mm. So Scotty has been spending all this time since the last movie trying to get the ship running, which is why Kirk and the, and the boys are down on the planet. They're, they've been on vacation. They're just waiting for Scotty to like fix the ship. So that oh, man, I need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why they've been, they, they're out camping together because they don't have anything else to do. Did you see those guys had their feet up on the console earlier? What I saw is that Uhura just brought Scotty some Chex Mix. That's what I saw. <laughs> she also gave him a pretty nice, like, cheek caress. Like, yeah. what? Uh, you yeah. saw that? There's a very weird uh, sexual oh, yes. subplot in this movie between Scotty weird. and Uhura. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> guys, is there? Just... I mean, I watched this, but I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. And later on in the movie, there's definitely a moment between the two of them. Oh. Well, we talked just earlier. Had a moment. She just like rubbed well, yeah. his cheek. Another moment. Yeah, I was like bringing him food. We've left that... the, so the so the three you know the two white guys and the Vulcan are all good, but they let the minorities get lost. Did you see the weird uh, caress that Chekhov gave to Sulu earlier? <laughs> was it just me? I think that was just you, man. That was just oh, you, man. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Just you, just you and certain corners of the internet. That was a dream you guys had. Yeah. I got to represent here. Look, they're in wood. It's surrounded by wood. I think it's symbolic, guys. Hmm. But we were talking earlier about like weird inter, you know, relationship things between close groups of friends. So, uh, sure, but I don't think Sulu and Chekhov. I mean, I know that I'm sure that there is Ch Sulu Chekhov slash Vic fantastic. out there in the world for sure. I uh, mean, they could have a broke back moment. 
you ain't gonna break this back. It's fine. Go, Daddy. It, it is kind of funny that in like fifty years, of basically, of this care of these characters, you never really learn anything about Chekhov's personal life. No, like he's just, just the Russian guy Russian. who's on who's on the ship. You know, like. <laughs> I These feel scenes like where they're camping are kind of the most charming part yeah. of yes, the entire movie. It is. Yep. Yeah. The the one thing that this movie gets right is the relationship between these three. Like yes. it, it's the best part of the movie is the relationship between these three mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is, everyone it else kind of like I said gets everyone else kind of gets the, the short end of the script yeah. this time around. Mm. Yeah, I could see how these three actors specifically uh, could have like a really strong bond just in real life, and and you know like they're they're holidaying together and whatnot, <clears throat> having drinks together, ice fishing. They talk about <laughs> they talk in in this scene about the fact that they don't have anybody else. Like they they are each other's family, right? Oh. They don't. Mm. That's why they go on vacation together because they don't have anybody else to go on vacation with. Mm, very sweet. Basically, I feel like, is, but not in like a sad, oh, we're lonely way. Yeah. Well, that was uh, in a nice, like we're all family there. way. Spacism. Yeah, they get some there good old some fashioned. Spacism. There's some good old fashioned uh, Vulcans are creepy from McCoy. And I mean, it's like the entire see, every word McCoy says is like, "You're a crazy green devil." Yeah. But they they love each other and they they're camping together. Right, yes. so yeah. both those things are true. Yeah. A yeah. devil you love. Mm. That's like our vices, right there. I feel like the one thing this scene is missing is Mongo. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Mongo. Is that from, a Chris Kattan character? Uh, no, from uh, you got it. Blazing Sean. Saddles. There you go, Mongo. <laughs> when they're all sitting around eating the beans. campfire, eating beans. Yeah. Mm. I know they're trying to have you. a sweet. I got game. you, man. Thanks, Sean. With Thanks. You, man. Nice. The only one. Is... This is a nice, sweet scene, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such a weirdo. So, what do you think of Shatner's toupee in this one? Hold up. Let me get closer to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it is also dark. So, yeah, this is. To... A, you'll see it better later on. Mm. You got some good shots of it. He looks I mean, it's very Kirk Cameron. <laughs> I think he looks good. He's yeah, he almost good. he's almost he looks 60 young. years old. He you know, he's he was like 59 I mean, years old. Group, I would say Sulu and Nimoy look the best. What? what? Sulu? Sulu looks the best. When I first saw it, I didn't know it was Sulu. I thought it was just I some think, actor. Well, I, I think Michelle Nichols still looks pretty good. She does, but she definitely looks older because they've made a point mm-hmm. to make her hair gray and stuff. Well, so her like, hair she really looks almost like the you, same. It is weird. It is weird that her hair is gray in this movie yeah. because it's never been gray before, yeah, and, and it, and it won't be. It, it won't be in the next one. So this was like a a one time experiment where they were the like, sign. "Yeah, what if Uhura just lets her hair grow, grow, go gray naturally?" And then they were like, "Nope, back to black." <laughs> Do you think that was her idea or their idea? I don't know. Uh, hmm. I do not know the answer to that. I'm sure she wouldn't have agreed to it if yeah, she didn't yeah, want to. Yeah, so yeah. she must have approved it in one way or another. That makes sense. This right. is one of those classic oh, oh, yes. things where they're like, "We need a we need to sing a campfire song. Let's let's name two real th- songs and one that's like 
the space voyages of Captain Crazy yeah. Pants or whatever. Yes, yes, so that you exactly. know it's the future. <laughs> so row, row, row your boat. Yeah. So they sing row, row, row your boat. They've gotten a little drunk. They've been drinking whiskey yep. and eating beans. And they're having a good old time. Shatner almost died from falling now, off that, of Capitan. That device that Nimoy, that Spock makes the marshmallow come out of, he's got a like dis- a marshmallow dispenser. <laughs> Did you guys see him extrude no. the marshmallow from yes. that device? <laughs> so they made those in real life as as toys. Nice. There's some more you, spacism right okay. there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> drink everybody drink yeah <laughs> he was, he really leaned into it too <clears throat> uh, you could actually get these they were made by craft you could you, you, which also they make the marshmallows right so you could get one of these machines and it had you had to put a battery in it and it would and just it pump would marshmallow load it up with your marshmallows and when you pushed a button uh, a marshmallow would come out. I mean, I'm, that's how that's how not uh, toyetic this movie is. <laughs> like, that's the one thing they could find that they were like, maybe this can be a toy. Like, they were no Lucas. Nothing else in this movie that what do you lends think itself to, to becoming a, a toy. toy. Yeah. How many slash fic? Things never you think are based now. on now you'd have, now they'd have like nine now they'd have nine different things in there that were meant to be mar- merchandised yeah. mm. these weren't really kids movies I, mean, I was like he sent fiction. this toy thank you I love it alright so now we're meeting the Klingons oh no and this guy has got a great look <laughs> oh yeah he does he's like a little heavy metal slash uh klingon he looks yeah. like d snyder and all the twisted sister videos but with black yeah. hair looks like <laughs> yeah you're kind of right got all his wigs yeah. at cps <laughs> yeah you're right i love it it's cool and uh that that satellite was uh supposed to be the original satellite that we launched way back when to go out into the universe yeah yeah i think so yes He's taking target practice at it. Or oh. one of them, anyway, because... Because it can't be Voyager. It can't be Voyager, no. because... Voyager. Voyager. So, you know, we already know what happened to Voyager. Oh, my God, those graphics. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we can talk... Maybe we can just oh talk my about the special God, effects. Oh, my God, look at that woman in back. Jesus. It's starting to become an issue. She's pretty great, too, in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Is she like a... I, I feel like she was maybe like a female wrestler in real life that they cast in this movie. Uh, I love her it. name was Spice Williams Crosby. Damn. Uh-huh. John, you are on it right now. <clears throat> Spice Williams Crosby. Born on a ranch in North Hollywood, California. This is Denise yeah, Crosby's love- mom, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy is really. I like this guy. He's really uh, owning that that role and that outfit, that look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Captain, damn it! Not another butt probe. Not tonight. They don't even have a tent. They just are sleeping out on nope. outdoors on the ground. Budget cuts. <laughs> I was saying. So I wonder how about... many slash fic stories there are of this scene out in the ether. <laughs> 
together. No, no, no. Then Uhura shows up. Yeah. Oh, that just feels super dirty. Airtight. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Matt, would you read something like that? No. Yeah, right? <laughs> but Sean I don't sounds... Know why, I don't know why you singled me out to ask question, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of prudes, apparently. I didn't realize. <laughs> prudes? I got nothing against porn. I'm just not into uh, Kirk, Spock, McCoy. Yeah, Three-way around the campfire. With a later visit by yeah, Uhura. That is very specific. <laughs> is I'm very just saying, I'll bet a lot of it is very specific. <laughs> All fanfic is That's specific. The only type of porn I'm not into is that type of porn. Sure, sure. Row, row, row your boat, right? Just keep singing. Mm. <laughs> well. So here's the backstory on the special effects. Mm. Industrial Light and Magic, which had done the, the, all of the movies up until this one, was busy working on other movies, which we'll talk about when we get to uh -huh. the box office game. They were working on some other movies that were very big in the summer of 1989. And so they were not available to do the special effects on this movie. And it shows. So they went out and found a sort of up-and-coming special oh. effects company. Indu industrial boxing and manufacturing. <laughs> it's like the second best. The Four Seasons. And so they hired this company that had never done a movie like this before. They were mostly, I think, known for doing commercials. But they, they came in with, I'm sure, a very low bid and... They got the job. And what ended up happening was that they, you know, they had sort of overpromised and couldn't deliver. Mm -hmm. And so they ran out of money. Uh, and Shatner had to go to Paramount and say, I need more money or I can't make this movie look good. And Paramount basically said, no, you can't have any more money. So that's one of the reasons that the special effects look so janky is that they didn't have the money to do them right, and the company that they hired was not really uh, able to execute on these what they elevators were look different. Yeah, like <laughs> the yeah. ship is like an analogy yep. for the movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it flies, but it doesn't work completely right. <laughs> So that right there is Melanie Shatner. That's what? his daughter. Oh. Play cool. the yeoman there. I want to say that the ship being broken is their justification for, like, no scene for the rest of this movie being lit properly. <laughs> and I, this is one of the, the, the Klingon lady that we saw in the last scene. Uh, Kim Cattrall auditioned for that part, but didn't get it. But she'll eventually get a part in the next movie. She'll be in the next one. Yeah, go <laughs> climb a rock. Yeah, Shatner. So Shatner is being told about the problem on the planet with the ambassadors being held hostage. And they want him to go out and deal with it. And Shatner's like, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but this ship is falling apart around us. <laughs> And he's like, sorry, but you're the only, you're the one, you're the best uh, guy in Starfleet, so you're the only person who can handle this, this situation. Mm. Their usual excuse is, you're the only ship in the area. This time they flip it and they're like, you're the only captain who's good enough to take care of this problem. He should be complimented. He should feel good about that. 
I think he looks great for 59 years mm-hmm. old. Yeah. He looked, he looked better in the camp light, you know? Like, now it's like when you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, uh, well, I got to go. Yeah, a dim light is best. We mm-hmm. were talking about this last night. Ming came by last night uh, for mm-hmm. a socially distanced visit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't have a ton of lighting in my living room because I like it, it kind of dim. And nice. I was like... It was like, it's because it's flattering. <laughs> the dimmer the, the light, the better you look. Yeah, like those those houses that have the modern, like, uh, high-tech fancy lighting that just blasts, like, that clinical, you know, light. I don't really yeah, like that. Yeah, like 7-Eleven lighting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like it either. Mm-hmm. What? It's not all, just because, like... <laughs> whoever may look good it's also just i don't know just easier on my eyes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I love it, like Shatner, they're wearing levi's in this scene which was one <laughs> yeah. of the which is one of the few oh, promotional God. things that, that ever show up in starfleet in star trek because mm. usually it's you know because it's set in the future you can't really do brand placement but they are wearing <laughs> levi's in oh, this look at this levi's survives yeah man levi's, levi's exists in the 23rd century Damn that that woman just God she she's killing it. The, mm. She looks great. Totally she doesn't get mm-hmm. as much to do as you might as you might like. like oh, she, I would have liked to have seen more of her, but she doesn't the, get a ton. The Klingons go away for a long, long time in this movie. Yeah, they, they don't just yeah, sort of not, show up at the end. Yeah, they're just kind of lurking in the background as a threat. Like they don't really do much until basically the end. Mm. Well, they're they're killing it with what uh, little they they've been given. <clears throat> so he's like, "Okay, this thing's broken too. Just take it." <laughs> Why is the notebook broken though? It's not part of the ship. Yeah, I, know, I don't know. Right? Nothing works on the <laughs> ship. No matter <laughs> even they... stuff that was even stuff that was working fine before they brought it onto the ship breaks as soon as they bring it onto the ship. That that book was working fine right before they brought it onto the ship. <laughs> yeah. That's what, uh, well, when you don't have ILM on set, that's what you get. Everything's just broken down. These outfits are totally different, too. Like, they're velvety. They've got different um, well, ornamentation. Yeah. Are they, they're not the same. They've been the same since the Sega one, haven't they, pretty much? The outfits have not changed. No. They're wearing the same <laughs> outfits they always wear. Hmm. Maybe it's just me now, or his jacket. <clears throat> I think Chatter's jacket. Effects. He's worn that jacket in earlier movies. So, oh. okay. so now they're getting this message from the planet that's saying, uh, "We don't, we're not being held hostage. We like this man who has taken us hostage. This man whose name is Cybok, mm-hmm. <laughs> who they're now getting a getting laying eyes on for the first time. They're mm-hmm. finally getting a look at the bad guy. And guess what? Spock knows oh. who it is." You You can tell by that slow zoom in on Leonard Nimoy's concerned face. Mm. Like, I know this dude. He's like, this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of what he's about to say, actually. (laughs) He's like, I know what you're thinking, Spock. No, it's not Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) It's the poor man's Sean Connery. (laughs) But he he hits way above his uh, weight class, for sure. Not only did they want Sean Connery, one of the the place that they are going in this movie is called Shah Ka and they called it that as a as a nod. Oh, to Sha- 
Oh my god. They wanted him to be in the movie. What is this room? <laughs> I don't remember this room ever. We've never seen this room before. This is a brand new room. Because it's completely unlit. <laughs> They're whiskey. I think they look good in this scene. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I like how they came in with their bell bottoms. Yeah, and silhouetted. Yeah, they're they're, they're sort of <laughs> weird pantaloon type thing. <laughs> yeah. They're tucked They've into the pool. had those pants. The yeah. pants have been like that since the 60s. Yep. Yeah, that's, the style, like, that's just the style of the future, you guys. You just yeah. have to get used to well, it. We have to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, you just need an extra well, eight, eight inches to... of fat at, at the bottom of your uh, pants. I'll be happy when we get past skinny jeans, so it's cool. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to imagine that wheel actually steers the ship, and if Spock like <laughs> leaned on it, it would like turn suddenly hard. That would right. be pretty awesome. Disconnected. <laughs> I love it. Uh, like we're going to the old helm, folks. Transfer all power to the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. All power to the steering wheel. I'm going manual. Yeah. <laughs> then they throw up some solar sails. That would be awesome. There's a scene in There's a scene in Star Trek Insurrection, which we will see someday, I suppose, yes. uh, where Riker flies the ship with like a video game joystick that comes up out of the <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> He's like, he's like, activate manual control, and like this old-fashioned like Atari-style joystick pops up out of the out of the thing, and he flies the ship with it, like you might use for a flight sim. Nice, <clears throat> yeah, like an old-timey, like an old like '80s video game. Yeah, the the women have very sculpted hair. They've gone back to the to the these very sort of set, rigid, helmety uh, hairdos. They're using the same production team essentially that they've used for most of these movies. So it's not it's not like they brought in a whole different crew just because mm -hmm. Shatner was directing. It's the it's the same production designer. It's the same cinematographer that they've used, you know, over the years. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, all the corridors in the ship are uh, sets from the next generation. Set. Look how garbage that yeah, was. That, that is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but the, it looks these, like the cartoon. But it's interesting because <laughs> the special effects in this movie are a disaster. Because but the sets look great. Yeah. It was so. It's almost embarrassing. Hmm. To considering what the state of special effects were when, in 1989, <laughs> which we can talk about when we get play the box office game, th okay. this was bad even was for bad. 1989. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Like you look at Wrath of Khan looks better than this. Wrath of Khan looks a hundred times better. Mm -hmm. And it was, and it's like less than half the budget. Yeah. Of this, movie. it was just a complete failure on the, uh, just a disastrous failure from the special effects company. Well, I mean, uh, Shatner was directing. Can you imagine the catering budget if he was at the helm? Oh man, that's we also shot. had to. We, they also had to. Yeah, what's that about, man? Don't, don't play still like that. That's not, that's not necessary, bro. Okay. <laughs> I had to go for the joke. I'm sorry. It's my role. You're better than that, man. My nature. Because of the failure of the special effects department, they had to essentially cut the last 20 minutes of the movie. We'll talk, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get 
when we get to the end, but Shatner had imagined and written into the screenplay a very elaborate uh, special effects heavy action scene to end the movie. And when they got to the end, they had no money left to shoot it. And the special effects company couldn't produce it, even if they did. And Paramount wasn't going to give them any money. So they had to completely rewrite the entire, you know, the last, the third act of the movie, essentially. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Which is why the, which is why the third act of the, of the ending of the movie is sort of a, a fizzle. Abrupt. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It kind of builds up to a big climax, and then nothing uh, happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> I I uh, I know he's supposed to be the poor man. Oh, there oh. she is. Oh. So there is what is supposed to be Nichelle Nichols. I don't think it actually is Nichelle Nichols. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Actually. At the end, I think it is. I mean, they throw her up pretty close. At the end, it is. I think, yeah, for sure. But at this point in time, I don't know. It's like uh, uh, Kurt Kleiman. Is it really him? That for know. sure is not. I mean. Hmm. And the reason for this is. <laughs> She's got to distract Shatner them. made the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's the, that's the actual answer. The wow. end story answer oh. has something to do with them needing to distract these yeah. guys so they can sneak past oh, them. Look at the hands on her. And they're like, what can we use to distract? What about a, what about a pretty lady doing oh. a sexy dance? Yeah. Uh, I thought Michelle Nichols had, had uh, relationships with uh, Roddenberry, not with uh, Kirk. She did have, um, she was oh. in, she had an affair with Gene Roddenberry. What's that got yeah. to do with anything? Uh, well, I, I mean, it, it's <laughs> like, I, I don't know, Kirk was directing this movie, so. Who wants to know who she's dancing for? <laughs> Maybe them all. I'm sure that Shatner thought that this would be a nice scene yeah. for Nichelle Nichols and that it would give, you know, give her a chance to do something. Something different, too. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was anything necessarily. Something fun with Franz. <laughs> are we getting halfway through, Sean? Where are we at? Where are we at? Um, we still got a ways oh. forward. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no, it's good. It's good. We got probably another... 15 minutes or so. I, I think I've got a pretty good breaking point, yeah. if I remember it correctly. Man, these sets are really nice, though, compared to the uh, special effects of the uh, you know ship flying sequences. They feel the practical stuff is pretty mm -hmm. good. It's all the really good effects that are terrible. What do you think of the alien unicorn horses? <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't tell they were you. Oh, yes, Hulu. Okay, so I just Googled, and apparently she that was her. They the did not use stunt double in that. Wow, yeah, that was her dancing. Good. Yeah. She looked good. good. Job. Yeah, she looked really good. Good job. I can, I can see the pitch now, him being like, I have this great juicy bit for you to do. It's going to come so off so sexy, and you're going to dance around with feathers naked. And she's like, are you shooting me? Well, if, I got, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to keep it tight. Yeah. Ah, she kept it tight. I think it was more like, I can't believe that thing you said to me at the at the bar last night, Bill. <laughs> you should give me a scene that I want, or I'm going to tell the executives what you did. <laughs> I think it was more of a blackmail type situation. Oh, man. 
Spock Vulcan pinch that horse. He did. Yeah, that's he... pretty cool, actually. I like that <laughs> yeah. little bit. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> this movie has its moments. Like... No, it's got some, like I said, Shatner went for the parts, he went for the, the, the funner, more fun parts of the uh, the show, the, the, the action pieces and the, the comedy. He totally old man karate his way this through the hilarious. fight. This is hilarious. He's about to get into a fight. A cat fight with yeah. the <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Bill's got three boobs in his back of his head right now. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean that. I would fall asleep. I should have more. I should have He's more. being outwigged. Then <laughs> <laughs> he lifts her up over oh, his nice. shoulder and oh, throws her in. Why do they have that pool of water in the bar? <laughs> What purpose does that serve? That's it's the a pool. pool table. It has little floating balls in it. There was a moment in the earlier in the movie where you saw them <laughs> playing pool, the pool in table. the pool table. The pool table. Uh, How hard is it to like press someone that heavy over your head and toss them like a rag doll? If you're William it Shatner, it's nothing could be easier. <laughs> he rolled a twenty like you had never believed. Kirk she has, she had hollow cat bones. Okay. <laughs> It all makes sense. All right. <laughs> this is dis- distally suspended. <laughs> so their plan didn't work. They got cop captured anyway. Yeah. This was probably their plan all along. This was not their plan. our plan all we along. intended we... to get caught. <laughs> And we're gonna yeah. stop you. No, that was not the plan. That was never the plan. Yeah, this was the yeah the the religious zealots plan all along. Yeah. So what? In case you missed what they were saying during that scene in the, with the steering wheel, Spock was telling them the backstory on Cybok, which is that he was a brilliant scientist. He was a brilliant like student, but he believed that. Uh, Vulcans should not reject emotion the way that Vulcans do, that they should embrace their emotional side. So he sort of split off and became sort of a, he's kind of a cult leader in a way. And he's like sort of a preacher preaching the idea that everyone should embrace their emotions rather than rejecting them. And he's, and he, at this point in time, he's got this weird mind control ability. He's got a pseudo Jeebus power. That we don't quite understand, but people seem to like start to follow him after he talks to them for a while. Um, sort of an abuse of the like mind meld. Yeah, right. Because he uses into the emotion. mind meld for uh, for his own purposes. Mm-hmm. I I love uh, his eyebrows. He's gone heavy with them. I, you know, we were making fun of him and calling him the poor man's. Oh, he's, he's, he's amazing. Very He's actually really good in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I like really his good. performance a lot. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not as famous as uh, Sean Connery, which leads me to believe that there could have only been one that looked like them. And <laughs> Sean Connery won. I don't think he actually looks very much like Sean Connery. He just kind of reminded you of him in that first scene. This actually looks like Sean Connery, I don't think. Was All right. there can be only one a Highlander reference there? Maybe? Yes. Okay. It was. <laughs> uh, are we ready for an FMK? Yeah. How about how about the aliens behind poor man Sean Connery? Or how about the three the three delegates? Yeah. The Klingon, the Romulan, and uh, David Warner. Uh, that's FMK. easier though. I think that's easier. 
Yeah, kill the human. What? What? <laughs> what? Bang, bang the Klingon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marry yeah, the yeah. Romulan. No, no, no. Yeah. no kill never the Romulan. Marry a Romulan. You Just never would marry fully. a Romulan. Bang the Romulan. You kill the human. You kill the human. You bang the Romulan, and you marry the marry Klingon. The Klingon. Yeah. No, you kill the Klingon. Have you no Wait. ambition? <laughs> this one has really split us. Wow. The Klingon, the Klingon, seems in these early part in this early part of the movie to be sort of a washed up old, you know, wastoid who used to be famous, but is you know they they always call they talk about how he was a once famous general, mm-hmm. but now has kind of like become an alcoholic and you know gone to seed but yeah, he he redeems like... himself not a, not to give away a spoiler but he redeems himself quite nicely in this movie. i mean you don't want to marry that though <laughs> that's a that's like a 24 7 case of whiskey dick right there <laughs> and you know jacob's gotta get his yeah whiskey um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna marry the human Fuck the Klingon, kill the Romulan. I like it. <sighs> Bold it's not. It's it's wrong, but I I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm better with that one than than the plan to marry the I Romulan. I don't think I want to be married to a Klingon. Like I'm curious about them, but I don't want that to be my like all the time. I don't think they're emotionally accessible. Ooh. And they're incredibly loyal. They're all about loyalty. Yeah, but I need a little more. Yeah, a little less stone face, Mm. but I'm intrigued by them. I have been since day one, so that's why why I choose what I choose. One of these days, when we get to Deep Space Nine, you're gonna see Worf uh, meet and fall in love and get married, and it's it's wonderful. It's one of the best. uh, It's one of the best romantic relationships in all of Star Trek between Worf and the woman he ends up marrying. Someday we'll see it. When you say when we get to not any day time. soon, but someday, someday, several years now, <laughs> we'll be there eventually. All right, time passes. It doesn't actually happen on Deep Space Nine, just during that that uh, time period. No, no on Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine. Oh, Warf you know, becomes was... a regular on Deep Space Nine. When, then when maybe I'll change my tune, but <sighs> next generation that. ended, man. Uh huh. Worf, tra- Michael Dorn became a cast member on Deep Space Nine. Oh, playing Worf. Interesting. He's playing Worf. The Worf gets transferred and cool. works on Deep Space Nine. Becomes, yeah. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because Michael Dorn loves playing Worf. Yes. And, <laughs> He's great at it. Yeah. And when they're yeah. like, and he was like, I know the show's over, but what if I went on another, the other show? And they were like, yeah, okay. We like you, Michael Dorn. My Come kids were. My kids were watching uh, the Santa Claus 3 the other day, <laughs> and at one point in time, there's like a meeting of the the special people, so it's like Santa and the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny, and Michael Dorn plays the Sandman. Oh. Hmm. Huh. That's cool. <laughs> Even in fantasy. Just thought that amusing that... I was like, oh, Michael Dorn. Cool. I, I almost wanted you to I say Michael Dorn. I'm surprised Warf. you recognized him. This is a pretty cool little moment here, this little scene. Whoa. Here come the Klingons. Oh, nice. I like this red. Cool. 
Oh, they're on the shuttle. Yeah, and they have to get into the ship before the rocket <laughs> Yeah, so they're flying. But they misjudged, misjudged the landing. <laughs> they didn't have time to use the uh, the the ray, you know, the, the tractor beam. Tractor beam. <laughs> so they had to fly it on their own. Hulu had to fly it uh, old school style, fighter jet mm. style, mm. video game style, video game style. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Foiled! Foiled! Oh, yeah. <laughs> a periscope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they missed. I want to imagine that they're in a uh, what their heavy metal band name is. The I don't know. It's got to be good. I would love to go see one of their shows. It's got to be a Klingon. So there is a. <laughs> Star Trek themed punk band oh. <laughs> uh, that I follow on Twitter. They just put out their first album, uh, so it's you know these things exist. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Do I think are, they're are, called are, Bold- Boldly Go? I think that's the name of their band. Oh yeah, Boldly Go band. Yeah, I yeah. follow them. They're cool. <laughs> they're really funny. All of their songs are about Star Trek. <laughs> oh no! It's a niche and covers. Excellent covers. <laughs> Do they Star Trek covers? Like, switch the words and stuff? I don't know. That, that'd be... I've never actually but, listened um... to any of the, their music, so I don't actually know uh, what it sounds like, but I just know that they exist. They have a very amusing Twitter feed. Data and Jordy. Yeah? That'd be a fun one. Do they sing about all levels of that. Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is throwing them around. Yeah. Look at this awesome like action on. scene. Don't you wish you could see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they took uh it's their homage to Game of Thrones. <clears throat> yeah. Oh man. So, so he... now it's like Spock gonna shoot this guy or mm, what? he's got the marshmallow gun. Yeah, they've had two conversations about this guy already, but he hasn't mentioned that he's his half brother. He hasn't mentioned the big secret yet. Oh, it's meant to be a big reveal. Yeah, because otherwise, it's like, why isn't Spock like, why isn't Spock helping Jim? Why yeah. is he? Why is Does this that, guy? That gun has no stun setting. It's just kill. It's a, no. It was a. It was that a rock gun. It yeah. shot like rocks or something. So I think we Stone. should probably. Pause after this scene is over. Sure. That's about okay. halfway through. That's good. I need to get another drink. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So somehow, and really easily, kind of when you think about it, Cybok has taken control of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just... He just shows up. So Kirk's pissed so... because Spock didn't, like protect the ship. And Cybok is surprised because he's Spock is siding with Kirk instead of him. Right. And uh, and off they go to jail. They go to Enterprise Jail. This this would be a great set for a rave right here. Yes. (laughs) Or a music that has uh, has Star Trek done a musical ever? Uh, Not that I know of. Yeah. Hmm. It's ripe for the taking right there. Uh, is that another caress? No, she's caressing herself. So what's about to happen is 
he's going to use his Vulcan mind melody powers and kind of uh, brainwash them in a way to being on his side mm-hmm. and betraying the, you know, Kirk and this gang. So I'm going to pause it right now. Fifty-four thirty. Fifty-four thirty. Everybody. Yay! Well, that's the first half of Star Trek Five. What did everybody think? It's a lot going on. Um, twists and yeah. turns. And we haven't even, they haven't even mentioned why Cybok is doing all of this. We're halfway through the movie, and the reasons have not been established yet. Yeah. Where's yeah. God? I thought we were supposed to search that's, for God. That, He's coming. Did. <laughs> well, that, Hold your the, horses for the big the third reveal. Act surprise. Mm. Wait till you see him. Just been 50 like minutes. So I haven't found God yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Kevin Smith got there much faster. You've yeah. never, you've never been as underwhelmed as you will be by <laughs> when you see God. <laughs> this was a labor of love. Yeah. Watching it is like childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> I will defend this movie. I, I like this it. movie. It's fun it. to watch like this for sure. I <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I, I, it for real I love I it, it in the way that you would love like your your dumbest child. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun and goofy. It's not perfect, but there is something charming and lovable. Is that about why the it. queen's favorite is Andrew, according to the, the crown? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. I didn't know that, but sure. it's it, it's a part of the crown this season. I'm still on. I'm still catching up on the crown. Stan and I have been watching it, uh, but we're just we're still in. We just finished season two, oh. so we're Ooh. just we're about to get the cast change. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Ooh. Not that the first cast wasn't good, but it's just it'll be cool to see how they handle yeah. the, the time jump. Yeah, definitely. So I'm enjoying yes. it. We've been watching it. We've been kind of binging our way through it the last couple of weeks. So we'll be caught up soon. Sweet. The well, then you'll know what I'm talking about. And I'll understand <laughs> your reference. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that was Star Trek Five Part One. Well, anyway, I think this movie is fun. It's, yeah. It is know, fun. It's not a masterpiece, but it's good and when we come back next week, I will tell you uh, about William Shatner's book that he wrote about the making of this movie. Yeah. Uh, and some of his explanations for <laughs> All right. what this movie ultimately ended up And becoming. like a good director and leader, he takes full responsibility. Well, you might, you might think that. <laughs> That's a thought. That but that's what, we, that's what we call a teaser. You'll have yeah. to tune in to next week's episode to hear the, oh, the Let's get to next week's episode as quickly as possible. Sign us out, Matt. Thank yeah, you very much for watching, for listening to Warped. You can follow us uh, on iTunes or get our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Host Warped. You can follow me at Host no, you can follow the show at Warped Trek and me at Post Warped. Uh, you can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at Wet Maynard. On Instagram, we are at Warped Podcast. What Warped the, pod- the Podcast. Warped podcast. Uh, and our merch can be found uh, on Instagram at Lunar underscore Flair. You can also go to Patreon, become a subscriber, get access to bonus content and additional episodes and you can email us 
at warpthepodcast at gmail.com if you have anything interesting you want to say to us. That's right. Or offensive. email. What's that? My grievance is there later. I think they do. They. We would if if then people wrote us more. <laughs> or at all. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. My name is Sean. <clears throat> Matt is somewhere. I said my name is Matt. Oh, oh I didn't we can't hear you. Um, I'm Jake. Aaron. Minwin. I'm A. Good night, everybody.